Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Riot Podcast. I'm Jackson Schoet, and this is Kirby Terrio. We're What's back up, again. So, it's four days away from the draft. That it is. My, four days. My buddy at work today, he was like, dude, you know it's four days ahead from the draft? We're four days away? I'm like, yeah, dude. Ready to see the Jags pick up Trey Lawrence, <laughs> brother. But I want to I want to see who the Jags pick up with Trey Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor for real, Lawrence. So for real. I want to see. I really want to see us beef the O line a little bit, protect my guy. But I also want to see us get a good wide receiver. Somebody, maybe Terrace Marshall, if we can, if he falls to us. But you know, I think we need to get somebody else to go with DJ Chark. Yeah, I, got I feel it. like Terrace Marshall would be fine with you. DJ Chark. So what you got? What you think about it? So, as you can see, folks, we're going to start it off with you know talking a little bit of football here. Uh, I, I like I, I like to see them pick up Travis Etienne. You know, maybe as a, like a, a catching down back. You know, he kind of specializes in that. Also, give James Robinson him and James a Robinson bit, would be fine. a little bit of help. Yeah, that would help out a lot. And their O line is not that bad, you know. Obviously, yeah, they got Cam, yeah, Norwell. So Dude, I think I, th- I think what they what I would do at least, you know, tra- draft Trevor Lawrence and then draft uh, Travis Etienne. Give him some toys, yeah. yeah. And especially with beef you know, up the defense. We've been every draft. We've we've really kept our defense good. We got I think Chase on last year, and got Chase on last, and year. and then we got dude. Um, Josh Allen on the defensive side, yeah. dude, he's a beast. I'll, like we've been doing on defense, and that's what's been keeping us. Af- like that, the games that we have won, that's why we've won because we've buffed our defense. We got good players, really, on defense. Just keep building defense. Don't get away from that. Don't go all offense. Let's get some defense. I feel like yeah. Urban Meyer is gonna I get some that. defensive guys. And you know, we're not we're not gonna get. Uh, too far into the draft, you know, just nah. just kind of give our we're not our, gonna give a whole first like our round. hot yeah. like like our hot takes yeah. like like our, our our best stories I guess that we could possibly come up with. Uh, you as as you know, uh, I, I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. I love the LSU Tigers. I actually hate the Bengals though. I hate the Bengals franchise. And my story. What I think could happen and what I think would make the Bengals so much better if they do this, I'm not sure if they will. You know, I'm not sure how smart they are, but I would pick up Penn A. Sewell or maybe Jamar Chase. I, I, I can't I can't say I can't I don't I know there, the big story I know the big story out there is take Jamar Chase. Take, take Jamar Chase. There'll be plenty take they Jamar gotta, Chase. But the the problem with taking Jamar picks. Chase is you can't you you give up the uh, fact that you don't beef your line that did not help Joe Burrow. They got so, a first. They got a uh, first pick of the second round, I think. Yeah, so first I say, pick of the second round. So I say, yeah, they get the first pick of the second round. So what I say is, you know, pick up uh, Pene Sewell, you know, and let and, and just see where the the wide receivers start going. You know, you can trade your second round pick if you want to get up and get back up into the first round. That but is pick up Penny Sewell and wait for Terrace Marshall. Reunite Joe Burrow with Terrace Marshall. I feel man. that. I feel that, dude. And 
there's a like you said, there's a lot of good wide receivers in the draft. You have Rondell Moore, you have Bateman, uh, like we said, Ter- Ter- Terrace Marshall. You have the guy Eli Moore, I think. Eli Moore. Eli Moore's from, been making a big yeah, splash lately. From Ole Miss, yeah. Ole Miss has produced a lot of good wide receivers. They they can you cannot take that from them. They have a, a foot in the door for wide receiver you, but I never give that to the sorry ass old piss. I can't but, give it to you. <laughs> but it's all good. Um but yeah, dude, there's a lot of wide receivers, so I, I, I don't, dude, I don't discredit that at all. I just say, Jamar Chase, that man. Bro. I like Jamar Chase. He's a grown man. I do like Jamar Chase. Man. Terrace Marshall has been in the background of Jamar Chase, and I don't want to say that with disrespect because Terrace Marshall is very good, man. Very good receiver. Uh, he played for us last year, and then he, he, he got out. And I have my own feelings about people who leave during the middle of the season, but. He gave, he did enough for he our. He had friend, a broken our, foot. He yeah, yeah, he, he did enough for us. He did what he could. Yeah, and he won us a championship. He didn't want to hurt his draft stock. I can I, I can understand. I'd never take yeah. anything. Away I can't from take that anything. From, he's the beast. He's so, a beast. Here's my argument with the Jamar Chase thing. My argument is they already got T Higgins, who's already you know one of the best wide receivers. I think one of the best rookie wide receivers at least. Uh, he made a definite big splash of fantasy. Uh, Overall wide receiver, too, without a doubt. And you have Tyler Boyd, who honestly took the reins from A.J. Green a long time ago. So you, you already got two great wide receivers. You, you're missing your third one and John Ross since he got taken away. You need that guy who can create space, and that's Terrace Marshall. That dude caught 68% of his passes Thank in college last him. year. That man literally did not drop a pass that yeah. was catchable. And that, that, that is insane. It was the highest of all receivers that are in the draft this year. That includes Devontae Smith. 68% catch percentage, man. That's amazing. He's a beast. But I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a hot take. This this should be on first take on ESPN, but it's on the Riot podcast. So that's the perks of listening to us. This is a good ass take, I promise. I'm not wasting our time here by saying this. Look. Bengals are in the AFC. The Jags are in the AFC. They're probably they have the number one pick and the probably they're saying the best prospect at quarterback. I'm not being biased here. This is just the crap that's been going around. Best prospects is Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck, is what Trevor Lawrence is. If the Jags are pushing for this, you also have Patrick Mahomes in the in the AFC. If you want. This is a franchise that had the same coach for 15 years who did not win a playoff game and flirted around the playoffs and never won a playoff game. If you want to beat AFC teams, you give your quarterback firepower. You can protect that man. You get a wide receiver. You get offensive line. Whatever they do, they have to knock this draft out of the park. Because so they are think? in a competitive division. So, so what you granted think? they're not with a, with Tom Brady, they're in a very competitive division in the AFC. So what? You, so what you think along with Trevor Lawrence? What's your take? I feel like Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow are going to be those two that just are going to be the number one draft picks that just battle out for legacy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's I think how it should be. With all due respect. You have Baker Mayfield, who's the number one draft pick as well in that division. That man has a very good team with the Browns. Exactly. You're competing with that team in your own division. You have to get firepower for this. You have to build a roster now. 
They have to get really good players on this Bengals team or else they're just going to keep their standard as the team that goes to the playoffs and loses to Pittsburgh, Baltimore, the I, Browns. I hate yeah, I hate to make an anime reference, but this kind of this kind of goes along with it, I guess. But if if you watch anime like at all, then you know that there's a trio of signing is a great signing and they show up. I believe that first trio would would have been, you know, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, and Tom Brady. Yeah. You got that. You got the. Exactly. You got that. Those three goats that are just overpowered. I throw. I throw and Big I, Ben in there for the first for yeah. the twenty tens. Yeah, dude, Big Ben was that guy. Bro. And he now won who? Super Bowl. And now who? I think Bowls. it is. And now who? Super Bowls. At least the four that I think it is now, especially including Trevor Lawrence coming up. If he does it, will be. Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, and Trevor Lawrence if the Jags come out with a good draft. That that is very possible. I mean, let, let's be honest here. The Jets kind of blew it here. So that not yet, but they they have a history of blowing it every yeah. year. So, so I, th- I think Trevor Lawrence, th- this could be a, a start of a new dynasty, a new So we can transition. We're only nine minutes in, Brillet. You say the Jets. I I really don't think Zach Watson will be a bad pick for them. Like as they need that quarterback, and Zach Watson looks good, man. Like he, he looks good. Everything I've seen from him, give the kid a chance, and that seems to be what they're doing. I mean, Taysom Hill has had great success. BYU seems to be putting together a very good program. They have nice facilities. They're inviting the NFL out there. I mean, they look good. I like this kid, Zach Zach. Wilson, what you think? Uh, I, I kind of like him. His play reminds me a lot of Taysom Hill, and the and kind of how he with a better throwing with motion. a better with a better throwing motion. Uh, obviously, yes. Just so throwing I think, in general. I think they picked up like a diamond in a rough if they do pick him up here. If they do, because <laughs> but the, you do have to refine him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to be a finished product product coming into the coming into the league, you know, you got to refine him. You know, the OTAs are going to be very important for Zach Wilson. And as much as I hate to say it because it's a big topic of discussion lately, I mean, I think OTAs would actually help Zach Wilson. Here. I do too. Uh, it, it, it's just different. It'll help him Are they bringing him back preseason? I think so. And then that's going to think he needs that. I think they're only doing three preseason games. So he need, that's I like that. But then he needs that. But, yeah, I like Zach Wilson. I think he'll bring a different, you know, standard, I guess. But they got to they got to tra- they got to do some trades or something, bro, because they got to get some O line too to help. They got a lot of needs. Wide receiver help they need. It, it, it's bad for the Jets, bro. We, they yeah. they might be the new Browns. Personally, they're they're trash. But they they have a good – they got the number two draft spot. They got a guy – they could eat him or Justin Fields, too. I like Justin Fields. I think it's disrespect that everybody just automatically throws Zach Wilson in there, though, to Justin Fields. Justin Fields has done a lot. He's made some – he's played some great football. Dude. I'm very surprised, too. I think the – I think this is kind of like a, a tactic, though, like by one or two of the general managers – 
out there, you know, just kind of leaking stuff. I can see that, yeah. You know, just I, th- I think this is kind of that's BS. what they did with Baker. I think this is kind of BS, you know, because yeah. they're they're saying he has a lot of, uh, you know, emotional problems, or you know, just saying he's not like a leader and whatnot. But when you go to the actual players of Ohio State and you go to the coaches, they're like, yeah, yeah, he's a leader. I mean, he's in here, first one in, last one out. You know, t- all, all the type of mentalities that you want to see in a quarterback, but nobody's actually reporting that stuff, you know? Yeah. The first time I actually heard it was actually two or three days ago dude, while listening to Pat McAfee, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's been Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, one and two, since exactly. they came out of high school. Exactly. Dude. That class just – it's Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. And then Joe Burrow just – that was just hard work paying off, brother. Like, dude, exactly. that man came in somewhere and just wanted to win a championship. And, and the stuff, and the stuff that I'm actually hearing, which is quite interesting, San Francisco might not even go Justin Fields here. They might either go Trey Lance or Mac Jones. That's what I, yeah, they, I saw that earlier. They said they're either going to go with the finished product or they're going to take Trey Lance and let him sit under Jimmy G for a little bit, which makes a lot of sense too. Because yeah. their team is pretty much complete. All they really need to do is make a Super Bowl run again. Yeah, because if honestly, just Jimmy B, just Jimmy G's team. Now, Jimmy G can he's got to play some good football here. Either way, you've been to the Super Bowl. You lost to the prodigy Patrick Mahomes. Now, you had a bad season. How can you come back from that? How can you respond to that adversity, bro? Can you come back and lead that great roster of a team back to it? They got Wayne Gallman from New York. They got some other guys. Like they're trying to rebuild that that team. He's got to do good, not just to win a championship, but for his future in the in the because they're the looks of it. They're drafting a quarterback, and that man needs to play for his job the next season. Yeah. He it's his starting team, but once that man comes in there in preseason. And that new rookie that's been drafted third overall comes in and starts playing some good football. Them San Francisco fans keep chirping for change, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, a bunch of things I think interesting, a bunch of trades been happening. Uh, Chiefs just traded away their spot uh, in the draft. So I think the new draft order, yeah, is Baltimore. Baltimore gets two picks in the draft this year. I think that's going to be very interesting considering how they're so close. I think they might pick up an O-lineman here, one of the last few remaining good O-linemen, and then get some wide receiver help. Or they get some wide receiver help and then, you know, a decent O-lineman from the second tier. Yeah. It, that's very interesting too. But uh, let's let's move on from the NFL conversation. And let's get to some basketball. So a lot of interesting basketball happened tonight, man. A lot of interesting basketball. Warriors okay. versus the Kings happened just a few moments ago. I've lightheartedly been joking about around work about like, yo, have you seen what – do you really even comprehend? Do you even understand what Steph Curry has been doing with a basketball? And like people just be like, no, I don't really know, bro. Like I haven't been watching basketball. Well, you're miss- missing out, dude. When people talk about how good of an age – the 80s were with Jordan just tearing shit up in the 90s. When people talk about witnessing Jordan play basketball in the 90s and his age, it wasn't just because Jordan was playing great basketball. It was because TV was hot. People were seeing that. 
people were seeing the art of basketball. We've taken that for granted because nobody really pays attention to basketball anymore because we haven't had fans. Exactly. They just got fans in the stadium. Steph Curry was hot again. Dude, Steph Curry is absolutely lighting up a basketball floor. In other news, we have LaMelo coming back from his left hand his uh, right-handed injury. He broke his wrist. Yeah, he broke his wrist. He's coming back maybe Tuesday, maybe not. He said they may sit him a little bit, get him acclimated so that he won't have to come back with short minutes so he can just come back in and play. He got the cast off. He's got a healed wrist. Now it's just getting mobility back, getting used to using both Yeah, but now he's good with the left hand, too, as you've been saying. Exactly, bro. You've been saying he's been practicing with his left hand lately. LaMelo's about to be a beast. LaMelo is about to be a beast, right? But, dude, dude, the whole Charlotte roster is awesome. Like, honestly, that's the dark horse team in the East. I don't care what anybody says, dude. This this Charlotte team is so fun to watch, man. And it's not just it's not just young cats anymore. Like, dude, ter- scary Terry is in full effect. I I dropped him earlier in the season because of Lamelo, and I when Lamelo got hurt, that's when I kind of saw I hurt myself. I should have kept Terry Rozier because Dylan has the best team in the league and now he has Yeah, but now LaMelo's back though. Yeah. So let's see when how LaMelo many- comes back. That's when I'm in playoffs right now. But Jokic, that's the other thing in the NBA. He may win MVP. If Steph doesn't – if Steph has to keep doing what he's been doing because Steph just is magical, bro. It's beautiful basketball. Who's he plays for? Denver? Jokic? Jokic plays – Nikola Jokic. He plays for Denver, yeah. So, yeah, the Nuggets have been a surprising team – uh, lately in the past two, three years. Jamal Murray tore his ACL, and that's going to be tough for him. But I think they have a good roster. They got they traded for Aaron Gordon midseason. Aaron Gordon been playing good basketball. It really meshes well with Jokic. Jokic says he understands the game, the game plan for this season. He does his job well, and he understands his role. But, yeah, the, the Nuggets are still going to be a good team. They're not going anywhere. They have a lot of depth. That's a really good – and they've all been there before. They've been to the past three playoffs. They're, that's a very good team. I think one of the – I mean, we obviously know one of the main teams in the East right now is Brooklyn. I, but we, I don't think – I don't know if we talked about it the last podcast, but, dude, that team – I said it to you. This That team is basically an all-star team when you look at it. I mean, just look at, look at that team. It's Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant – Kyrie Irvin, James Harden, and uh, one more guy I can't remember. I think. Hey, so so I mean, they're just insane, man. Yeah. So, Kyrie Irving has been their their rock this season. Since earlier in the season, he missed games, but it was for his own personal cause. Dude, is as like like LeBron says, as long as you're good by the All Star break, you're straight. So. He missed early games this season. There was a lot of stuff going on, you know, like police brutality is still a big thing, and that needs to be fixed. So he, he did a lot for his community. He came back, and he has been just absolutely tearing it up on a basket foil, much like Curry. Uncle Drew's back. Baby. Oh, yeah, dude. He's been holding it down for them this season. He is just an absolute beast. And KD's got a thigh contusion. He, he'll be back. He's fine. Uh, he'll be fine for playoffs, but – Fantasy wise, he's he's a little bit iffy right now. But by championship, if y'all have him this week, he may iffy. But if it's next week, then you're straight. You, you're gonna be all right. 
I've always liked Brooklyn teams. I wish the Bro- I wish the Dodgers were Day, man. I, but let's, whoever, let's stay with the basketball. Yeah, but. whoever rebranded Brooklyn as the Nets just had a 2020 vision, literally. Yeah. Dude, it's beautiful. I it's love beautiful. The, their yeah. uniforms look great. The floor looks awesome. Like it's a super team in the East. It's what we needed, man. It's always since LeBron left the East, it's, it was kind of hey, Miami's fire though. Don't get me wrong. They're on the comeback. Never count out Jimmy Butler. Don't ever doubt that, man, because he's thirsty for a ring. Thirstier than anybody in the league on God. Jimmy Butler wants a ring, bro. Yeah, that I'm, that team w- went last year. I don't they're not San Francisco 49ers, all right? They're mm. they're coming back. They're gonna be a, a force to be reckoned yeah, with I'm, in the playoffs. So I'm I'm gonna personally come out. I'm gonna make a public announcement. <laughs> I'm off the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm I'm not in their fan base anymore. Oh, chill I'm, out. I'm not, dude. Hey, I'm not. I'm out. If if there's a New Orleans Pelicans, I'm, te- I'm we're telling gonna you, go to I'm a with, Pelicans game with, sometime I'm soon. I'm with the Mellow Ball. I'm with the Hornets now, bro. <gasps> I'm with the Hornets. Well, that's East. Now. That's fine, dude. I like the Pelicans and I like the Hawks. That's the NBA is the one league I can do that because they're both in different conferences. Yeah. I just I just can't I can't stand them anymore, man. They're both they're all making. I mean, it's just terrible decisions. Lonzo's not coming out to where I want him to be that I wanted him to be, you know, and Zion is not the savior that we were all hoping. It's just not working with us down there. We need a few more years, and I just can't stand a few more years of torture and pain. You know, I can only do that with one franchise, and that's a football franchise, and it was the (laughs) LSU Tigers. Yeah. So Um, Now, Charlotte's a young gun team, but they're still – dude, um, let's move it to the West because we need to. Because I haven't touched on this enough. The Lakers aren't going anywhere. They're going to be fine by playoffs. By playoffs, that's going to be an all-star team in the West. Yeah, it already is an all-star However, team. However, Stephen Curry has a shot to win that playoff, that play-in tournament. I don't count Stephen Curry out ever. Ever, ever, ever. Dude, that man can play. This is the first year they've ever had a play-in tournament where it's it's all right. So if you're the, you don't want to be the seven team. Because the seven team, you're in the play. Hey, don't count out Dame time either, bro. There's seven, eight, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Seven and eight play. Winner of seven, eight plays in the play-in tournament, and then loser play, and then loser of that plays the losing team here. And it's it's a weird set, but Steph, the the Warriors are in the play-in tournament at ten. They're they're gonna be in, dude. They're gonna keep winning games. They're they're on fire. Now they're probably gonna play against either Dallas, Memphis, or it looks like it's either Dallas, Memphis, and a third team. But the the play-in tournament is gonna be tough. If it makes your run longer, it's just like in the bracket. You get like UCLA did. You should really work. It's like a it. lose. It's like a loser's exactly. bracket run. Yeah. Yeah, but the first place team is upper grabs. That's between Utah and the the Phoenix Suns. They got Chris Paul. They got the, uh, the oh my god Booker. Booker Devin has been ridiculous, dude. Yeah, he's been Devin ridiculous. Booker. He's he's good too. Now can he be Dame time? Dame's gonna be in, in the West too. Now can he be like Dame time and carry them through the playoffs? We will see. But I mean, Dame time is Dame time, though, bro. You can't count on him either. Dame time is Dame time. If they play against each other, it's going to be ridiculous. But I don't know if they will. But 
like I said, this uh, the West is very it's very up for grabs. It's yeah. very up for grabs right now. I got you. West is very competitive. Now, but Steph, dude, I just want to say 11, 11 game streak with dude. Oh my gosh, eleven game streak of thirty point performances. This man was averaging forty points after this. After he dropped forty nine points in a game, he missed a free throw to get to fifty. But dude, it's just ridiculous, bro. Like I, Stephen Curry and Nikola Jokic are. That's the MVP race. I don't care what anybody says it's between them two. And the fact that a center is in the grab, dude. If you haven't watched Nikola Jokic and you don't know who Nikola Jokic is, you need to watch some Denver basketball. And he looks like my dad if my dad had basketball skill. And I mean the the bro, <laughs> the taller. man's got skill, and bro. And oh my taller. gosh, he's so big, dude. Just he's ridiculous. Just blessed with God-given talent, dude. Yeah, and, and I wish, I wish I had yeah. some of that, dude. And another team, I want to throw some love to Philly because Philly, I've, I've I've hated on Philly in the past. I don't want to, I don't They're want to make Philly fans hate me. I love yeah. Little Dicky here. You know how it is. I love Kevin Hart. I love, I, I don't I don't hate on Philly one hundred percent. I I know Philly's fine. I like me some Bryce Harper every now and then. But look, Philly has a good team too. Ben Simmons hurt right now. Tobias Harris has been out for a little bit, but he's been off and on. But dude, Joel Joel Embiid is just dude. Joel Embiid has played great basketball. He's hurt his knee a little bit. He's been playing on a bum knee, but it just his will alone, just on a bum knee, dude, just drops ridiculous amounts of points. And there was a game where Chris Paul missed a free throw, and all Embiid needed was a three point was three points to tie it, send it to overtime. Missed a free throw, Embiid catches the rebound off the free throw, free throw with like a second left. One hand catches it and oh, just yeah. heaves it I, down I the court. Yeah. Off the backboard, hits the rim two times. It, it would, that, yeah. Dude, that's full court from goal to goal. One-handed rebound and just throwing it within a second. Almost won it for the Philadelphia Sixers. Oh, my gosh. And be, I have him on my fantasy team. I'm not being biased. He's, he is a special player. He's, he's Whether you like him on or off the court, it doesn't matter. Respect to the man. He, if you don't watch, you just watch him be play basketball, bro. If you love basketball and you have a passion for it, you. He's the process, man. Yeah, the process. The process Trust the process. Baby. Trust the process. All right, we got four minutes left. What you got next? I mean, we got. We can toss in a little bit of NASCAR here before yeah. we throw it to break here, but in NASCAR here, we just had the Talladega, Geico Five Hundred. Uh, literally the fastest track on the circuit here, going about 200 miles per hour in cars literally less than a foot of away, foot away from each other. It went into overtime today. We had Brad Keselowski. That's my win, guy. Win That's my race. favorite. <laughs> and I like actually, the blue deuce, bro. It was actually a very competitive race. It was a lot more competitive than what you think. I saw Bubba Wallace was up there for a long time. William Byron was up there. A lot of yeah. wrecks happened. Back in the day, I liked playing NASCAR Thunder, and Rusty Wallace was my guy that I used a lot. And I liked the Blue Deuce, bro. The Blue Deuce just always looked good. Yeah. So, Brad. so, you know, this week was – I mean, this week was pretty interesting at Talladega. I mean, you had everything. You had the single file. You had the three wides, four wides, incredibly fast and aggressive racing. Denny yeah. Hamlin – 
I was planning on making a bet if it's illegal here and when it ever becomes legal here in Louisiana. Then you know, he's going to want to race. Once they get those regulations, I would have put I was going to put $50 on Denny. That it's going to come. You got to find the right race. That would have gave that would have gave me five hundred fifty dollars if I would have bet Denny. Hey, he won, but it was close. Denny. It was close. Hey, if you don't know anything about NASCAR, Denny Hamlin is that dude. He's sponsored by Michael Jordan, bro. He's got Jordan on his suit, bro. Like, no, that's friend, Bubba he, Wallace. That's Bubba Wallace. Yeah, but Jordan, dude. Denny, no, had, he's co-owner. He's co-owners with Jordan. Yeah, but Denny's Denny's been with Jordan. He was the first NASCAR driver to ever get with Jordan. Like that was the Denny's the man. He won the cha- he won the championship last year. Denny Hamlin is the new Jimmy Johnson was the guy. He just dominated. He kind of killed the sport, I think, a little bit. A little bit. It got a little bit boring watching Jimmy because he just every race was just around the track. Everybody knew chasing Jimmy, was Jimmy. Yeah, chasing Jimmy. Yeah, that's all it was. But now, like every like you said the other day, the only driver who has won twice this year has been Martin, Martin Truex Jr. And he's a he's a former champion championship winner. Yep, he is. He's a good driver. He's raced under Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like that was who he came into the into NASCAR with. Oh yeah, and I just and just to go go with that, you know, because this ties in. There's only been uh, there's been ten races this season so far, and there's only been nine and there's been nine winners already. You know. That's insane. This year is incredibly competitive. You don't know who's going to win. You don't know who's going to, uh, you know, show up and and be a player in this year's in this year's season. Kevin Harvick's up there in points. Chase is Pop up there in today, points. Yeah. Chris Buescher because he got that. Alex t- Bowman won last week. Yeah, Alex Bowman won last week. I think uh, William Byron and Christopher Bell both have a win. I mean, it is insane. It's a very races. competitive year. Very, very competitive year. Chase is still yet to get his, but I think he will. But uh, we're going to go to break here, and uh, we'll see y'all after. All right, guys, welcome back to the Riot Podcast here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some baseball now, you know, some baseball. And uh, one of the greatest headlines that I like saying right now, the Yankees fucking suck. Yeah, dude, I love that shit. I love that shit. The Yankees suck. Fuck the Yankees. How about them socks, though? How them red them socks? socks. Hey, both socks, honestly. I'm not going to lie. The, we played so against – yeah. So I'm going to actually throw this out here right now. So I saw this the other day. I'm not sure where the money line is right now. But if you do bet, if you are in a betting platform – the White Sox right now are fourteen to yeah. one to win to go and win it all for the World Series. Yeah, hammer that shit down. Yeah, I like because the Red I Sox. have them as a major dark horse. I like the Red the, Sox, and yeah. we played them in a doubleheader one two days. I think we played a doubleheader against them, and uh, that was when we used our yellow uniforms. I hope more teams use city uniforms, but that's a side note. Main thing is that the Sox, White Sox, are nothing to play with, bro. No, they are very good. They are very, very good. Yeah. And I mean, the Cubs got smacked today. Uh, today is the uh, the fourth, uh, the twenty fifth of April. So uh, that's when we're recording. But uh, today, the Cubs got smacked pretty good by the Brewers, and the Brewers are another very good team. Yeah. Um, they may challenge some of these good teams in the NL, but we just got done watching a. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers and San Diego Padres game. I think it was the last one of the the series. That was one of the greatest games. Hey, that was a pretty good game, man. Yeah. Uh, 
That was cla- that was classic through and through to the end. Yeah, when- extra innings. Uh, oh, what's the rookie's name, man? Peters. Yeah, J- DJ Peters, I think. Yeah, and he he this man struck out four straight times. I don't mean to call this man out, put him on blast, but hey, I hope he gets a gets a good restart. Hey, man. I, dude, I mean, the always, man had the man had a, the man had literally the dream scenario for baseball. Full count, bases loaded, two dude. outs, dude. <laughs> like you have the dream scenario: full count, bases loaded, he struck two out outs, three times, bottom over, of the tenth, over four, bottom of the tenth inning. All you need is a base hit, and you are the hero of the game. People are mobbing you. It makes your career literally. Yeah. This is the dream scenario that you're always looking for. You know, struck out, boy, and it struck out. Oh, for five, going for some high cheese, man, <laughs> swinging that high cheese. Like I say, bro, it, greatness is determined by how you react to hard times, bro. How do you come back after going over five, losing to that your new rival, man? Them, the uh, the San Diego Padres are they're nothing they're to play pretty, with. They're pretty good. Team, they're nothing man. to play with. They like, were down so. That that's honestly one of the greatest comebacks ever too. So, if you don't know the stat, before this game was over, the record for MLB all time, if you were down six runs, and you came back, you still had a point zero zero seven chance of winning. Yeah. It was a hundred. It was a hundred wins to over thirty two thousand games lost. Breakdown, bad beat, whatever you want to call whatever it. You it want. was a long competitive series. That is one of the greatest comebacks I've seen, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And that was one of the greatest ninth, ninth inning rallies I think I've seen. Tatis Jr. got on base with an, with an amazing at bat. That was that's great. The, that's the face of the that's the face of the league right now. And he's he's balling, man. It didn't matter who the Dodgers pitched, Clayton, they could have pitched Bauer. Oh my God, he's just on fire, man! Five home he runs in three games. He kind of got cold in the in the uh, in the in extras, but I mean, dude, he had been he's been firing on all cylinders against the Dodgers. Like I don't, he's a, he's the man right now. Um, dude, the Braves though, man, they've just been cracking, bro. Like just talk about the Braves right now. I'm from Atlanta, you know. Like I, that's my. That's my so second team. If you, if That's my NL team. All right? So I have I, I have a hot take, and it's just personal to me. I'm a major baseball fan, and I've watched, you know, past Ken Griffey Jr. tapes. I never watched him in person, but I've watched past tapes. And Ronald Acuna, Ronald Acuna, <laughs> dude, dude, he's, he's the next Ken Griffey, dude. I swear, Ken Griffey Jr. He's super. the next one. He has that swagger about him. He hits nukes when he hits home runs. Yeah, he fucked up his his ab, his lower abdomen. I mean, the dude's just a, he's first, just a playmaker. Yeah. He's a playmaker, he's man. Incredible, bro. I he's love in, watching that man play. He has incredible abs. He makes plays out in the field. You know, like Mike Trout does. You know, you, you thought Mike Trout was the face of the league for so long. Nice. Now you got now you got this Ronald Acuna. You got the big talker now. You know what Mookie, I'm saying? Ronald Acuna. And Tatis, bro, these are the top three guys. I think that is, they're fighting for superstar status, bro. Who's the best out of all? Who's three the of best? Them? I think Ron, I think Mookie has the best chance. Mookie's been doing it. He's been long. doing he's, it. That Mookie's the man, bro. But Ronald Acuna has the best chance of taking that over, bro. I really believe that. They they are so close in winning the NL if they if they wanted to. I mean, 
last year their dreams were dashed by a terrible, terrible start to a game five that they had at home where they allowed the team to score, what, 14 runs in the first three innings or something You're like that? You're talking about the, the yeah, Dodgers the, World Series? Against uh, the Braves. Oh, yeah. It was against the Braves. They had a terrible meltdown. Yeah, but they won in 2020, though. Like, they they got a – they Mookie's a champion, bro. Like, that man's got a – I was, talking, I was talking about the Braves, their, their yeah. playoff game. Yeah, the they, Braves, like, they – When they broke down. And uh, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, just L.A. L.A. is L.A., bro. Like, they throw in all – they're a big market, and they throw in everything they got to their sports teams, and that's just how it is. Like, look at the Lakers. Dodgers the same way. I mean, they got Mookie, bro. They got Clayton. They got Bauer. Like, they just add to it. They can't. But what the Braves have been building is is some long-term shit. You know what I mean? We've – they've – I, I say we because I've gone – I've never been to Fenway, even though Boston's my favorite team. Like, I've seen Boston play at Turner Field. I've been going to Turner Field since a kid, bro. Like, we, we've gone through a lot as Braves fans. But, hey, that's the one one champ. Along with Atlanta United, that's the one championship we got is 1999. Exactly, man, dude. The Braves, the Braves have a chance to come back. As a major franchise, again, I really do think. And, dude, like, everybody hates on the Braves because they're Atlanta sports team. But, dude, like, the Braves are up there in franchise notoriety as, like, with the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Cubs. Like, they're they're, they're a blue blood franchise. They're they're so popular across the world. Like, we just – they got to get another also, hey, also, some, this team's too good. Freddie's a beast. Like we're just too good. Some other news across the league, though. Uh, Oakland Athletics, one of the hottest team in the league. That is the hottest. The team. arch rival of my favorite team, the, other the team Texas Rangers. But the Oakland yeah. Athletics were on a 13 game run, and they they were they were showing to be pretty strong. You know they they were you. Know, it looked promising that they could beat their old record of 20 straight wins. It's possible. But it finally got dashed today, uh, I think, by the Red Sox, I think it was. I think if, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm hey, bro, I worked all day. Don't put me on blast. Hold up. <laughs> I just, but, we got home and did this. I, I just ate, bro. Hold up. <laughs> I got to say, I do, I do know Oakland just had their 13-game their win streak. Uh, dash. Nah, no, we beat the, the Mariners. Yeah, y'all beat the Mariners. Let's see what Oakland had. Oakland A's Athletics. Oh my God, they, they fl- got thumped oh, by the Orioles. Oh, they got beat. Oh, that's a hard beat. Eight to one too. by the Orioles. That's bro. A they came hard in there. They made business, son. That was hard. They, it was a road trip, though. That's a hey. From Oakland to Baltimore, you got to realize that's, that's from that's east. That's trip, straight yeah. up west coast to east. That's a trip. You know what I mean? That's a trip. Yeah. That's, they got fly through that jet lag day, bro. That it's hard to keep a streak going. We know that, dude. Look at the Warriors, bro. They had probably the greatest streak in sports, and they freaking lost the championship. But exactly. shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. Can man. you come back, man? Can you come back from the? That's heartbreak? the question. That's the question. Other than that, I we'll mean, see. other than that, there's no really major they're, major baseball news. So let's. Well, I mean, uh, let's keep on the A's. I mean, I, I like the team, bro. Like, 
of all the A's teams, like this team's been working together. But I don't like Oakland though, dude. I hate them. Hate that team. Well, yeah, of course, you're a stadiums Rangers fan. Well, but also their stadiums their garbage. Stadiums dog shit. Their stadiums garbage. I mean, I'm glad they went back to their old unis. Don't their old hate unis on look, look. Don't hate on their stadium, bro. You know what I mean? Dude, the Fenway Pack is as old as it gets. You know what I mean? They that's sticking with some the with some tradition, dude. What I'm glad about is they moved the Raiders out of there. At least the Raiders got a new stadium, dude. Yeah. They, I'm like, it's like. At least they're not playing on. It's dirt like anymore. me come like we're roommates, bro. It's like me coming into my room to play on your Xbox. You know what I mean? Like I don't do that. That's evasive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like <laughs> it, also, it's also, not a football field. It's a fucking baseball field. Get them out of there. Like that. It's about time. Yeah, until they make a new one, it's a huge ballpark, dude. That place, you realize how big that yeah, place, that place is? is huge. And, <laughs> place and, the only, and, the only, and the only way they'll ever pack out any any stands is if they make a playoff <laughs> run. But I don't know Especially if they can. now, bro. <laughs> they ain't never packing that bitch out. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> Jeez, dude, sneezing. It's all good. It's natural. Okay, but anyway, let's... Move on to yeah. some uh to some UFC hey, news. Bro, yes. UFC news. Yes, yeah, Sunday night. Last night, you already know, it was Saturday night fight night, baby. Masvidal took on Usman, and Usman came out with it, bro. Usman was there, wiped the smile right off Masvidal's face, man. I'm talking like it was a good fight. But. So if if you don't know who Masvidal is, Masvidal is a, a street fighter. He or that's basically how he came up, and then he. He basically he I think he's boxed with Kimbo Slice before or at least been in I, one yeah, of those I think he came he up like that yeah came up like that yeah something like that so this this dude's from the streets loves to talk trash and if you don't know Usman uh this dude is straight he's straight business the yeah, dude, dude he'll stare you down he don't care he's Nigerian bro Nigerians never fail baby I'm telling you bro Night dude. He's a beast. Like, you got two of the best fighters in the UFC from Nigeria right now, bro. And the Usman showed out. Usman. Well, um, it's not not as – I wasn't talking about Asanya, but – But he is out of The big dude. The the, the Mike Tyson of UFC, Uh, bro. That man. Dude, dude, that man's beast. I'll look him up. But, look, Masvidal said live on SportsCenter, that man don't punch hard. He's got a weak right hand. He can't – he don't have no power. You know what I'm saying? He and said that live on Sports Center, dude. And what does freaking Usman do? He oh he sends God. his he sends a right hand straight down. Made him pipe. go to sleep on his shoulder, bro. He slumped him, bro. Dude, for slumped real. him on his shoulder, boy. And then he fucking hammer fisted him eight times, bro. Oh my God, he he wiped the, the wiped smile off smile his face, off. put him to sleep. And hammer fisted him for good measure into the fucking mat, baby. Let's go, bro. I mean, that's how you do. That's how you do it in UFC. It bro. is. That's bro. how you do it. Yes, bro. Base the love for baseball is one thing, but seeing somebody just get pounded into the mat, bro, is something else, dude. He, oh my god, and it, hey, Masvidal ate it though. Hey, like he he came up. He said, "I straight up, I got too cocky, I got too arrogant, and dude, that's what you get. That's what you get. You sometimes you eat your words, man. You eat your words, and he ate it, bro. It's the first time he's been really knocked out cold in his career. 
And he said, uh, he said, uh, daddy's okay to his children. You know, he's going to be all right. It's just a mosquito bite. But nah, bro, that was a hornet. That was a fucking killer bee, bro. That was a killer wasp. Dude, whatever you want to call it, dude. That man straight up busted. Dude, you talk about punching through the opponent. Dude, dude turned, turned his head. Oh, and, dude, like, you you could see when Masvidal's lights went out, bro. Exactly. You could you you watched his face. You when you watched, he was just like, dude, what happened to me? Yeah, and another news in UFC: Chris Weedman's leg got fucked like that. That's true. I saw the clip of that, and he he should have Weidman. Yeah, Chris Weidman or Weedman, something like that. The man he he threw a leg kick. Other man checked it. And he shit was fucked up. Broke bro. his leg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seen that before. He's seen gonna, that he before. had surgery today, so best of luck to him. Prayers to the man. Hopefully, he can come back. It's it's it's, it's tough coming back from injuries in UFC. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sean Sean O'Malley's and Silver shit. Yeah, Sean O'Malley's done it a lot. He's he's been hurt lately, you know. So so on and so forth. So it's just, it, I think it's gonna be. It's going to be a while till we see Chris Weidman back in the UFC, at least, you know, for a little bit. Uh, but, you know, back on Masvidal, I think he'll I think he'll be a number one contender next year. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. Dude, he wants to come back, but we'll see. I mean, he, got, just, he, got, he, he got rocked, but, like, he's still one of the top fighters, man. Yes, but last night, dude, Usman is the best fighter. He's on a 14-fight win streak. He's two off of Anderson Silva's record of 16. Um, Usman's nothing to play with, bro. He's a beast. Like he's then he's gonna be fighting um, Chris Covington next week or Colby Covington next week or not next week, but next fight. That's his next fight. It's Colby Covington for the belt. Yeah. Speaking of fights, though, uh, I've been seeing a lot of uh, BS go down. Dude, let's, a lot of, let's get on with the Jake Paul. The play. Jake Paul stuff. Let's real throw quick. it in there, bro. Let's jump throw, on the train. This, Fuck it. I want to throw this bullshit in there. Yeah, I want to say something real quick, bro. Dude, he. All right. I'm sick of seeing these box like boxing and UFCs is two different fighting elements. Dude, if you're gonna fight a UFC fighter, somebody needs to go in a damn octagon. Like, I'm sick of seeing UFC fighters having to box. Like, dude, for real, they're not get in the ring. Used if to you're boxing. a real man, like fucking get in the ring. But yo. I'm gonna be honest though. Jake Paul's got power. I've been saying that, and he's he's dude. He he he's working. It. He's perfecting his craft. Whether you like it or not, he's working in the. He's gonna get. It don't matter what anybody else says. I'm sorry, I, I messed with the mic. I'm sorry, but uh, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Jake Paul's gonna keep boxing. He don't give a damn about. Like he's just so, his own person. You can tell. So, but my thing is, all the fights that he's been in are. If you really look at the opponents that he's fought, he's not really fighting opponents in their prime. He needs to you fight know, a boxer opponents in his, that are hungry. He needs to fight a boxer that is in his weight class. You know what I mean? Like he don't stop. Don't going fight out. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor for one's not in your weight fight, class yeah. anyway. Fight somebody with with who will take the money, who will do it, and they're good at boxing. I want to see him get in a real fight. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, well, not, speak- I don't mean that in a bad way. Like. I've seen it. He, I know he has power. I want to see him fight someone who knows how to box, well, who you can see, outbox him. Have I want to see him outbox Have somebody. you seen this lately? 
Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul are going to box. Yeah, I've seen that, and They're, I've I. Look, I've said I've talked about this. I mean, too. that's a, I mean, that's a legitimate boxing match. Yeah, and I told my little cousin Gus, I was like, Jake Paul, what Jake Paul needs to understand is he's not getting into a fight against a bear like a Mike Tyson or a or a um or a Tyson Fury. Like he's not getting into a fight with a big guy who can knock you out with one punch. He's fighting against a hornet's nest. His best chance in this fight is reach that's what he that's his biggest advantage is reach but what has floyd money Mayweather been great at throughout his whole career not controlling reach, distance controlling distance that's what he's gonna have to worry about and a hornet's nest these punches are coming in fast so it's not gonna be a one their counters he's too. gonna fuck with jake they're, they're he's counters. gonna fuck with logan and logan needs to know that he's gonna fuck with him He's not going to put it out in the first round. That's not how he no. operates. He's never operated like that, really. Unless he, like, like he, he can, but he's going to fuck with him, bro. I mean, I I don't know why he, he took to I don't know why Logan. Him. I don't know why Logan took this fight. I really don't. This you is know, a guy undefeated. It, I understand he's not really in his prime anymore. You know, he's late in his career. But, like, Kirby, dude, you're a Naruto guy. He undefeated. wants his respect. He, he's I, Naruto. He, he thinks he's Naruto. And dude, I, I want I respect him, I want the him tribe, to fight a like, good fight. I, I respect the tribe, but like Floyd, dude. We're talking about the guy who has probably the best defense ever in boxing. Dude, is better than fucking Ben Askren. Ben Askren, like he said, Ben Askren looks like a bag of milk. He built like a bag of milk. <laughs> dude. I just want to see slumped with I just want to see him. Like I want to see him go back to fighting like he's the fighting old somebody who's who's got another. He's fighting. He's he. The, no matter what happens, he gains respect by stepping into the ring with Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah, I can, and he's gonna I give it his that. best shot. You know, yeah. yeah. Everything that Logan Paul has done has been his to the best of his ability. I it's, can tell and the that. Thing, from and now. the weird. See, here's the problem. There's major pressure now. There's major pressure. There's low key pressure. There's low key major pressure on Floyd Money Mayweather. Mayweather, because if Floyd loses, I mean that's a that's a tarnish to his career, kind of. No. Yeah, it kind of is, dude. I mean, you let like, like I said, you let Logan Paul. Logan beat you. has to understand that Floyd does not think that he is worth his time, because that's how it really is. Also puts also puts pressure on Conor McGregor too, low key, because it's like okay, <laughs> so it's like okay, this dude beat down, yeah, it's dude right. beat down Floyd, yeah. <laughs> and now they're gonna call me out. I'm gonna be a bitch if I don't say, hey, I can beat these guys too. Because if I don't say, I if I don't say I'm gonna take this fight, they're gonna call me a bitch. You know, like That's saying true. I don't want to get no- saying I, I don't want to get knocked out. I'd rather see Floyd. Logan fight, flight. I I would rather see Logan Paul fight. I mean the uh, odds. McGregor. I mean the odds to win for Logan and the Logan Floyd fight are astronomical. So like I would literally put like a ten dollar bet on Logan just to see, because if he wins, if, if, there's a, still a possibility, you know. Mm-hmm. If, but Logan's gonna have to do it via knockout. That's yeah. the only way he's gonna have to do it. I think that it'd be more of an even fight with like because of height. And also reach kind of well, Jake Paul and Mayweather seems like a better matchup, and then McGregor and Logan Paul seems like a better matchup because they're totally po- opposite people. Literally, Logan's like smart and like calm, and, like you know, and then 
McGregor's just like, I'll fucking kill you. You know I, what I mean? I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you this out of the point. <laughs> small the, and fast, and then Jake's like brute force. I will tell but, you, th- I will tell you this out of the Paul brothers. I do think Jake has the better fighting instinct. Yeah, Jake has that thing where he gets in the ring and he wants to kill you. <laughs> well, his technique is good too. Yeah. Like when he's you look been, at yeah. when you look at Logan versus Jake. I mean, Jake just looks like he's been in a fight before. Like he he he's going after you. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, but that's, but he has technique about yeah. it, and he look and he's literally looking like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to kill you with this next punch. Logan's like, Logan's Logan looks more like a street ball street brawler when he fights. Yeah, much more like a street brawler, which is not the fight not the fighter that wants exactly. to go against. Floyd Logan's right Logan even said I I grew up fighting Jake. You know what I'm saying? But like. I mean, and also like McGregor seems like the more of a, a Jake Paul personality. So I mean, but let's move on to some Call of Duty though. So, so yeah, go. <laughs> we talked enough about yeah, fire. for real. So getting into Logan and Jake Call Paul. of Duty. Uh, you want to look at some Call of Duty stats right now? Optic is uh, they're they're okay. They they won their match to or they won their match today and uh, yesterday. Yeah. The biggest news in this sport right now, though, is that they're going back to LAN. LAN events, if you, if you don't know anything about it, which I'm sure a lot, most of our sports listeners don't know nothing about Call of Duty, but some of them might. Uh, they've been doing what, like, everything has been whoever has the best Wi Fi. Everybody's in Dallas, Texas, because Dallas, Texas has awesome Wi Fi. The games are being played just online. So once LAN comes back, everybody's. PC will be connected. They're all playing with controllers on PC. That, that's when it and literally comes down to movement and gun skill. Yeah. On Wi-Fi, you have minute millisecond response time just because it's it's wireless. LAN events, everything's wired. There is right as you press the trigger on your gun, like your gun shoots. There is no delay from there's anything no delay. except from the bullet to the person. So, so like there's it's no the lag. most so when you when you got this when you get the lag with the with the Wi-Fi and everything, you know, everybody feels it. Yeah. When you're on land, when you're on land, everybody feels the lag. Everybody, you know, it. it you're not gonna have all these, you know, discrepancies. Like I saw, formal got caught with a major lag spike during a during a game. It's never gonna be the same for everybody. It's never gonna be the same. But like, it, when you're on land, it it purely it purely comes down to. Who's got the better gun skill? Who's, who's got the, the best better, at COD? Who's the best at COD? Yeah. It doesn't matter about your Wi-Fi. That doesn't matter. It's how's your gun skill? How's your movement? Can you play? Can you who's play? going out play? How, can you think around the game? Are like, you what, clutch? Yeah. Can exactly. you get kills? Can you get kills in the hard point? Like, For real. Can you get in the damn hard point? That's why I think Optic's going to make a major comeback here. because yeah. they're been, I think they've been getting screwed by a few lag lag time events yeah and this, also you know this, just a few other things this last uh major was crazy so phase one the first one everybody said phase is untouchable right now like nobody's gonna beat phase this nine if when you get to the championship of a major you have a nine game series and yeah, nine match series and that's it's best of nine so that's a long series bro they don't everybody doesn't know if they really like it yet but it's probably going to stick. But in the nine-game series, FaZe ended up losing to Toronto Ultra. And Toronto Ultra just got a new squad pretty much. They still got Cami. They still got Kleenex. 
Uh, they just brought in some uh, challenger guys. Uh, it was my turn to sneeze. Right. But, um, but yeah, the, the Toronto Ultra and FaZe are your two championships of the two majors that we've had so far. And they appear to be the best teams. Empire is still there. Probably got to sneeze again. There's a... <laughs> There's also a dark horse team yeah. that I that I see in there that now that they face Chicago a few times, Seattle. Yes, yeah, very different. Seattle's getting very good. They they starting to found their their uh their guy in Pristini. Yeah, and Pristini, you know, dude, Pristini's so good. They're kind of letting Octane kind of rip in the back. They you know? they really just needed to play with each other a little bit. Like they got to feel each other out. Like I said, it's a completely new team for this year. Seattle's gonna be good. But um, the big news right now is Hook was being talked about as an MVP in the in the in the in the game, and now he's being dropped by Empire, and they're bringing in a, a guy from the Challengers. Interesting, league. interesting. That is that is very. They're high. saying it's completely competitive. All right, I've 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 done a little bit of research on it, and um, Hook wants to play, dude. That's that's the main thing is Hook wants to play, but. It's a competitive thing. They feel like they're too good to be losing these majors. They're the defending champions. They got to make a change, they feel. They're going to try this out. If it doesn't work, look, Hook still wants to play. He's, they're, they're practicing with both people, I, I'm pretty sure, and it's going to – the spot's up for grabs pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, yeah, it, I think uh, – I don't a like lot of this, I think but... I think young guns are gonna. Uh, it's a it's it's like a fresh. You I feel know, like they're they're trying the young gun stage out. If it doesn't I work, I mean you got Diamond you got Diamond Con and Paul Eggs. But I just don't think good. Hook's the so, guy yeah. to play with with this. You know what I'm saying? Like Hook's yeah. good. Hook doesn't need his spots changed. Like I unless mean, Krim says like, "Yo, Hook, you're." I mean, what if the guy comes in and does good? I mean, you know. That means one other team can pick up Hook and throw they, him in. If they're allowed to trade, they are. They need to trade Hook if they're gonna fuck with him. Like I don't mean to be. They're allowed to trade. I think but, they're halfway through the season. Yeah, kind of like everything else is. Dude, they, if they're not gonna start Hook, that man needs to be starting on a roster. I don't like how they keep having these guys. Like they're talking about the roster that's not on a. The people, the free agents, pretty much, are could win a. Could Dude, what be better Hook than some of the, the bad thieves. teams? What if what if what if yeah, instead of thieves. Venom? What if instead of Venom, it was Hook? London needs them. London needs Hook. London needs Hook. Yes. Not just from a good, but they need they need a good player like uh, somebody who can be the face of their franchise, and that's Hook. And I, I think he wants to go to a team that's on a win now scenario though. Thieves is thieves exactly. is, thieves is in that. It doesn't want to go uh, from Empire to London. That yeah. would be screwing him. Yeah, but London's a team that needs him. Thieves would be a great fit for him. Uh, gorillas showed potential. I like Gorillas. Vivid's one of my favorite. Gorillas players. need are the most realistic team that needs him. Would you say Vivid? I like Vivid. Vivid. I yeah, love I like Vivid. Vivid's, Vivid's awesome. I don't really know about Silly yet. Silly's kind of – he's questionable. He has his moments. Uh, it's really Assault for me. Assault is kind of the guy that kind of gets uh, – Yeah, Assault's been a dick in the past too, just from a competitive standpoint. They kind of – I mean – I know a lot of the guys kind of have a rift against. Yeah, so I think if they can find Assault. another AR, they got to find another AR that they can replace him with. I mean, and there's not a lot of guys who are good at the main AR. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like – yeah, I, 
I like Assault. You know, he's done a lot in the past, but you got to move on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it, I can see with the Gorillas, like, it, Assault's one of their main It's like Rocker. They replaced guys. Major Maniac, and now they're, they're a good team. They're a top three team exactly. in last major. Exactly. So, I also like Rocker, yeah. So, But going on with Gorillas, they have a major – they're in a major point right here. So they have to win here. Like kind of like what I said at the last podcast with Optic. I mean, they're in a must-win scenario just to get like revenue for their team. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you keep placing, you know, these bottom tiers where you're getting zero or to like a two thousand, Optic has always two thousand dollars or whatever. Work into it, you know, that's that's not a, that's not enough. These guys, I mean, these. When these, champs was at what, the, what people don't realize is that at these majors, that's where these guys make these make their money. At these majors, these it doesn't all these you know mini games don't really matter. Once you get into the major, that's where the real money makes, and that's where the most of these guys make their money. Not from their contracts. Granted, they do have contracts, but these guys get most of their money from how good the team does in a tournament. You're paid you're paid on performance. Yeah. You're paid on performance. And it's and you're paid for wins. Like, yes. Octane and pretty much didn't get no money last year. It's, he was it almost it almost it, it's He's almost different in most than most any other any other sport and like most of your salary for that year comes from how good you do. You know? Like Optic Scump and you know, Crim Six or Clayster, they're not doing bad because they placed very well last year. That's another team. The subliners in, are in very the, good. In champs, you know, they had they got all this money, but you know, teams like Gorillas, you know, Paris, London, they teams that didn't do all that well last season in champs that didn't get all that money. I mean, it's like it's like in the baseball situation where Oakland's having to pick up guys worth like nineteen thousand dollars just to see if they can play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a different, it's it's a different like uh, aspect to it. You know, mm-hmm. now 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 you're actually having to worry about money. You know, you, you, most of your money doesn't come from, you know, ticket revenue and jersey game, sales. Bro. You got to win the game. It's all about the game, and I think it puts a lot more of a competitive aspect in the game, a lot more than what you would see in any other sport like baseball or football. You know, granted, you see a lot of that in football too. Yeah, football, you got to do your job unless you ain't winning again. Everybody has to do their job in football to win. You got to, it, it, so I think Kaj just has that potential. Like, it really does. If, if it gets out enough, like, just the passion behind it, you know, because mm-hmm. every kill means something. It really does. In Call of Duty, Every kill means something. Every kill could mean you're one step closer to making five, $500,000 or one death away from dropping down to $25,000. That's what you want to get. So, like, it's it's literally it's literally back and forth. So, you know, every time you see Scump or Formal or Krim or even some of these young guns like Venom or Draza, they stand up after they make a big kill and surge. Or after they just clutch up and, and hard point, they're standing up and they're yelling. That's stuff. That's that's real. That's real passion. They're like, yes, we're one step closer to getting money. We're one step closer to getting paid to having a better life. You know, 
Yeah. Like that's that's how these games are played. They're played with passion. I like and that's what I love about this this yeah. shit. So what what are you going to say? I was just going to wrap it up. I was going to say one thing about Call of Duty. If you if you do like Call of Duty and you like CDL, if you like gaming in general, just hit up my our good friend Sir Galahad on YouTube. It's our As buddy I, Kyle. We yeah. play Call of Duty with him all the time. He's hit 100 followers on or subscribers on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, yeah he on got YouTube. 100, he, 100 subs on YouTube. That's, yeah, what's that's up, awesome, man. man. So, so he, check his, his channel out. It's Sir Galahad. It's G A L A H two A's A A D. All right. That's S I R G A L A H A A D. Sir yeah. Galahad. We got some one moments. of our great friends. Yeah, we got some moments in Warzone. He he does a lot. He does a let's play. He plays Minecraft with his girlfriend. That's that's his what his selling point of his channel pretty much. He gets a lot of views on that. But uh, he does a lot of cool stuff too. He streams on Twitch too. Look at his Twitter. Look at his YouTube. His TikTok's booming. He's our good friend from high school. We've been – he's our bro. He's our brother. Yeah. And just turned 21, too. Shout out to that as well. Also, our old fr- – our you remember, if you all have been listening to us since our fantasy football podcast, Jacob Slaughter, our old trio buddy, he, would, he, would, he turned 21 recently, too. So happy birthday to that man, too. But – um. That's probably going to be it for us today. Uh, like I said, if you have not seen Steph Curry play basketball this season, watch him. Coming off an injury, balling, lights out, trying to get an MVP. Like I said, this man tore, messed up his knee last year. He had nothing to do but shoot and work on his game. Come back. How do you respond from adversity, bro? Being kicked down to the ground, upset somebody, bro. Make yourself better. Take that from today's video, and we'll get back to y'all again. We'll see y'all later, boys.